0: Hey there, it's Chris McCarthy. I'm doing teases now for these. How about that? Today's show features a couple of very special guests making their third appearances on the podcast. That's right, the Three Timers Club. Plus, later, a potentially unexpected guest drops by to present me with an award. All of that is coming up on this show, so sit down, shut up, and listen already.
1: Days go by. Good love
0: of the family. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Family Chatters. How about that Julian Morena singing that song for us again? Every week Julian's here singing. Uh, that was great. And uh, we're back from a, a very short hiatus. Um, we had a couple weeks off for the Fourth of July. I gave my staff, uh, you know, some time off. (laughs) Not many people know this, but I employ a staff of over 150 people. (laughs) Uh, They are paid handsomely. Julian gets paid a a, substantial amount just for singing that song every week. Uh, The guests do not get paid, though. I'm sorry about that. (laughs) It's episode number nine of Family Chatters, and I'm here with a couple of guests that uh, have been here before. These are actually the first three-time
1: guests. We did it.
2: We did it. You guys have done it.
0: No one else has been on the show three times. And of course, I'm speaking about uh, over here is my wife, my uh, acquaintance. (laughs) The uh, most
2: convenient (laughs) fill-in.
0: Yes, that as well. Uh, Her name is Erica McCarthy. Thank you for joining us.
2: You're welcome.
0: Okay. And then uh, again over here is Jason Ferraro for the third time on the podcast. Welcome, Jason. Thank you very much for having me, Chris. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you guys are here to discuss this episode of, of Family Matters that we just watched. Uh, and, uh, well, first of all, last time, Jay, you were here promoting a right. film. Uh, so, I, I think this time I'll let Erica promote something. I don't know if you have anything you want to promote. Uh, I'm, I'm hearing that your your husband does a podcast.
1: That I don't know if you want to talk about that a little bit.
2: No, I don't care to talk
1: about that. Oh, okay. Might I say that yes. this is a big thrill for me being on a show with Erica because, <laughs> as I mentioned to you before, um, she has been my favorite Fam Chat guest over the nine episodes. So for me to be here tonight with her and doing a it, starstruck, is pretty fantastic. <laughs> well, that's some good butt kissing, Jay. <laughs> um, but uh... <laughs> I'm not promoting another movie. I don't have that many.
0: You're not. Would you like to promote anything uh, else? Anything you're watching? Castle, maybe.
1: Um, no, you know Castle's on hiatus right now. I'm looking oh. forward to the seventh or eighth season starting back up. That's Castle sucks. Are you serious? Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Here we go. <laughs> First of all, didn't you leave before to watch The Bachelorette? Yeah, but Ooh. I don't think
2: that's good.
1: Well, I don't think. I mean, look. <laughs> it. Okay. We, <laughs> let's just agree that
0: Castle yeah. and The Bachelorette both suck. <laughs> are okay. excellent shows and they should be watched. And that's what we're promoting here. And I would also like to promote uh, my podcast, Family Chatters. Nathan um, Filion is a prince.
2: That doesn't mean anything yeah. to A prince
0: me. in real oh. life or in your heart? My heart. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, so we're here to talk about Family Matters Season 9, Episode 9, Ugh. Episode 202 of the series. And uh, this one is a good one or a bad one, depending on how you look at it. It's called Original Gangsta Dog, and that is spelled, if you're wondering, G-A-N-G-S-T-A.
2: Gangsta, Space. Of
0: Gangsta, D-A-W-G, for dog. This was
2: 1997, so.
0: It was, and the synopsis is as such. Urkel's hip-hop cousin from Detroit, Original Gangsta Dog, or OGD as they refer to him, pays the Winslows an unwelcome visit while Steve is out of town. Little does OGD know He'll need the Winslow's help evading a Titanic thug known as Fresh Squeeze. Uh, okay. Titanic thug. I didn't write. I don't write these synopsis. I just copy and paste them from the internet. That's a leap. That's a leap. A Titanic thug. The only Titanic thug I could think of is Billy Zane. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. That's
1: excellent.
0: That's pretty good. Thanks, guys. That
2: was good. Now I'll promote your show now. That was okay, good. thanks. Wait a
0: minute. <laughs> Thanks, guys. That's the studio audience we have here. Um, So, and by the way, (laughs) Fresh Squeeze, the Titanic thug. He's not played by Billy Zane, but he is uh, after some money from OGD. He owes him $4,000. So before we get into the discussion of the episode, let's talk about OGD himself for a moment um, he's supposed to be cool, I think, at the time, right? Not
2: everybody seemed impressed by him. Even Eddie was saying things like, oh, how could you be related to Steve? Like, someone's supposed to be impressed. He's oh, and played should, by Steve.
0: Yeah, we should mention Except that. Except he's I got like a,
2: like a mop on his head. It's he ridiculous. Is,
0: he is played by Jaleel White, who also plays Steve Urkel, who also plays Stefan in this episode. So we're it's
2: somehow the worst he's ever looked in any character. Well, I'm gonna so go on and let say it.
0: He's he's dressed like a thug. He's got baggy jeans. He's but with got, a belt.
2: Like they're belted, well, so it just looks like diaper yeah. pants. It's just ridiculous. He's wearing
0: diaper <laughs> he looks like he's wearing diapers a little bit he's got like a like uh dreads, but a short kind of dreads. He looks a little bit like uh you remember Criss Cross? Yeah, they missed the bus. Yeah, but like yeah. an adult. Uh, right. and I'm a
2: grown-ass adult crisscross.
0: Right. Either Mac Daddy or Daddy Mac. I can't remember which. Look, um, I got to
1: put it on the table, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Um, this series, every episode we've ever watched is garbage. <laughs> but this fucking episode is the cake topper, is the cherry on the sundae. It's the best one. You loved it. Terrible. Okay, There's well, let's no, get there no, No, no. Let's not get there. You don't want to talk about it. That's the whole point of this show. I know, but it's just—it's so bad. Okay. Well, uh, well, I disagree, humbly.
0: (laughs) So, uh, and the other thing about um, OGD—he's always—he's always sucking on a children's lollipop. What? Did you not notice that the whole time he had a m- lollipop in his mouth, like he just went to okay. the bank with his mom?
2: <laughs> Literally, somehow I didn't notice that at all. This oh, is—you yeah. could be lying. I wouldn't know. But what's interesting not. is, was it supposed to look like a cigarette? Like he was cool with a cigarette, no. but they didn't want it to be a cigarette. No, no he was sucking. It was on a legitimately a lollipop. lollipop. Yeah, I
0: don't know how you missed that. Mm. I don't and know. Uh, he also has a tattoo of his own initials on his arm.
2: I think I was taking too many notes. Were you and asleep not paying during this? Uh,
0: so we begin with the very beginning. Um, <laughs> OGD mm-hmm. comes into the the Winslow's living room and Steve Urkel's there and Steve is like, oh no, OGD, my gangster cousin from Detroit, what are you doing here? And he, he lays it out. He says, well, Fresh Squeeze, the uh the thug, is after me. He's a me. loan
2: shark, specifically. He,
0: uh, yeah, he's a loan shark. But I
2: didn't really, there was, I didn't understand the whole, like the scenario. Something with well, the I stereo. He, he lent yeah. him money
0: for whatever, but he owes Fresh Squeeze four G's now. And he wants to stay at the Winslow house because he knows that's where Steve Urkel lives, I guess. Um, and Steve is like, No way, Jose, I'm leaving. Actually, I'm going out of town. I'm going to visit my uncle Omar Urkel, who, and your uncle, <laughs> they're cousins, <laughs> um, who is a nuclear submarine captain. And we'll get into more of that later. But uh, Did so he, he
2: say that? Because I yes. must have just, I think I didn't pay any attention in the beginning. All of a sudden, he showed up on a submarine later, and I was like, What the yeah. fuck is going on?
0: So, anyways. Uh, OGD. OGD. So Steve leaves and he's like, I'm leaving. Please get out of this house. And OGD's like, sure, whatever. They leave. Cut to right after that, OGD comes right back and breaks into the Winslow home with a credit card my into the door and now decides he's going to live there.
2: This is my favorite part because, like, he breaks into a cop's house. Now, I guess he didn't know it was a cop, but, like, you don't live there. You've never met these people. You broke in. It's going to be really obvious you broke in. Usually when you break in somewhere, the goal is to get the fuck out before they've noticed you've broken in. He starts blasting music. like He was smart because he knew
0: he knew that he just lied and said, Steve told me I could stay here. And they bought it. They did. So the next thing that happens is Laura, Eddie, 3J, Harriet, they all come home and they see OGD and they know
1: it. And they're like, "What? who are you? And he's listening to a boombox. The boombox for the kids who are listening, because you yeah. know the demographic oh, of the right. youngsters. Do we have to define boombox? I think oh, so. Perhaps they're not looking up from their fucking iPads. The oh, fucking those Facebook kids rats. with their
0: iPads and their and their MySpace. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So for, for FYI, mm-hmm. a boombox was a large stereo that you could carry around. And it uh, played music loudly, some would say in a booming fashion.
2: Like an iPod, but huge and for everyone to enjoy.
0: And then if we have and really young kids, kids... still use iPods? Yeah, you're going to have to define what an iPod <laughs> is. iPod was like an iPhone that can't make calls. It doesn't have Spotify on it, so what do we know what it is? Mm, right. True. And if you're listening in the future, what is Spotify? Let's explain that. Because <laughs> what if Spotify doesn't exist 50,000 years from it now? It won't. It'll just
1: be in our brains. Yeah. But Eddie and three, uh, the little three J, they love him just because he's in the house and he's dancing to some rap music yeah, on the
0: boombox. The, they immediately tune in to him and they're like, "Okay, this guy's cool. Yeah. I want to be a friend." And OGD starts hitting on Laura heavy handedly. <laughs> he's yeah. like a little, almost uh, a little rapey. Uh, uh like uh, he's leaning in a lot and he's like oh laura and he he actually says she's she comes in and she's wearing a b- uh, fairly baggy mom uh, jeans mom
2: jeans i believe is and what a i heard and a baggy turtleneck and she- he goes
0: like this he goes oh baby got
2: back <laughs> with an upward inflection
0: yes and she's like uh no that's inappropriate and then he gets up and he takes his shirt off he's like all right we're gonna are we gonna have sex like what is happening <laughs> And she goes, no, we're not going to do that. And that's when you could see his all his cool tattoos, right. like his name on his He's arm. looking
1: for play. He came from Detroit. He yeah. came all the way to Chicago. He wants some play. Laura is not looking fine <laughs> with this outfit that she has together. I don't know where they're okay. coming from. Maybe they so just came from the shop. Because shopping. you
0: and, and your previous two appearances have, yes. have given your opinion on Laura's uh, appearance. Yeah. <laughs> and you said she wasn't looking fine in the first episode you saw. Mm-hmm. Of her. And then the last time you thought she was very fine.
1: Sure. And now this time eh. Well, when she's going to the sizzle club, she knows what to do to get the doodle moving. But whatever <laughs> <laughs> outfit she has on here when she comes home from wherever yeah. Harriet, the well, brother, right. Eddie, and the little kid. We'll get to that. I'm not gonna club. learn his name by the oh way. way. I, I just, I just not, said it. I know. Uh we'll get to the sizzle
0: club outfit in a moment. Mm. I but,
2: I really appreciated the fact Um, that like, it was not lost on me that she says him. So he's hitting on her in a real rapey way. And he, she says to him, um, you're not really my type. But again, I will return to this is the same fucking person that she's already dating twice. She's dating two versions of this fucking guy. And all he did was put on baggy diaper pants. And now like this will not fly. Yeah, he's hitting on her. She's dates the nerd one. She dates the fake model one. But like this one, not a chance. You're exactly her type.
0: It was also going, it was going for, it was a very uh, stereotypically um, gang, like thuggish black guy. And it was not, and guess who didn't like it? Carl. So, here's what happens. Um, Well, first, 3J comes down and and with OGD there, and he's like, hey, guess what? You're awesome. Can I hang out with you? And he's like, yeah, 3J, here's a CD. Here's a CD of music that you might like. Uh, Well, and first, Laura uh, says that they're going the next night, speaking of Sizzle Club, to the Sizzle Club to see uh, Missy Elliott's.
2: Missy Misdemeanor Elliot, for those of you yes. who might not know who we're referring to. For those
0: to. of you who are either too young or too old. <laughs> uh, and and she invites, uh, reluctantly, she invites OGD to go. So uh, Carl comes in, and he's like, who the hell is this? And he's dressed like a cop, because he is a cop. He's the captain of the police force. And uh, and OGD goes, oh, who called the 5 And he's like, no, get out of my house. You're a thug. They have this whole back and forth. And he's like, I don't like cops. And he's like, well, I don't like gangster." guys
1: <laughs> but it's not funny
2: no it's really uncomfortable it's, it's not uncomfortable. even not funny in
0: a trying to be funny way there's no there's like a period of a few minutes where there's not even a laugh track and hit. then
2: even when they do throw the laugh track in it's like in the middle of really tense like racially charged yeah it shouldn't
0: be yeah, racially charged because they're both black but imagine if somehow, Carl. imagine if carl was white in this scene this would never <laughs>
1: have
2: flown
0: this would be because he's like you guys and your baggy pants <laughs> like if that was a white dude saying that this would have been very uh, offensive so um so, and then Carl sees this CD that he gave 3J and he's like, 3J, you know, I, I don't let you listen to music Chris
1: with Swartz. these
0: lyrics and that speak poorly of police officers, which and they don't, they never say what it is, but is he referring possibly to fuck the police? <gasps> I think so. Down
1: with police? No cops, please? <laughs> what, we, 187 what on a motherfucking cop. Hey, now. I mean, not in real life, but I mean, that's oh, a lyric okay. of a song that, that so I that's know. Not, wait. That's on my Spotify. <laughs> that is not your opinion. No, <laughs> You, do, of course you not. do not want to commit homicide on police officers. <laughs> Absolutely not. I, okay. I respect all police and yeah. firefighters and teachers. and.
2: Let's
0: and, uh, get that out of the way. I would like to go 187 on a firefighter.
2: <laughs> okay, fuck those guys.
1: Okay, good. They just run into burning buildings to save your life and your animals.
0: Never once have they ever run in here to save my life. It's never happened. So I can't vouch for that. But, uh, so in other words, <laughs> fuck them. But anyway, let's get back to this. So uh, so Carl's getting pissed. He's like, I gotta leave my house before I kill this kid. And he takes off. Uh, he comes back in a little later. Well,
2: but first, wait. So as the wife who's sitting here, like Harriet comes down. Who's wife? As, as the wife in the group. My wife? As a lady. As a lady. Just shut the fuck up. So anyways. So <laughs> so Harriet comes down. Shit's getting really heated and tense, And like, yeah. it's really uncomfortable. It was not funny it was really uncomfortable and harriet comes running down the stairs and is like whoa whoa what shenanigans are going on and carl's like this guy is threatening me and insulting the police and like getting really rowdy in my house and harry instead of being like yeah fuck you don't talk to my husband that way is like carl you need to take a walk and lets this thug that she doesn't know at all right
1: yeah you know how i feel about reginald and you Carl do. Winslow. Yep, I do. Everyone on the show knows We've this. Every Your audience knows that, right? Yeah, of course. But the thing is, how many times is someone going to disrespect <laughs> this <laughs> fucking man in his house, whether they're trying to fuck his daughter, where the little kid 3EG or is living in the house, OGG? I mean, whoever it is, whatever stupid name you want to give them, all of a sudden, oh, they live in the house now, and he's got to just live with this. I don't like it at all. I
2: don't care for it. It's I not right. I don't care for it. Could you imagine if somebody walked in the house right now wearing diaper pants, yelling about how he ate people who do podcasts? You'd be no, like, get the fuck
0: out of my house. I would be house. very <laughs> offended. I would be so offended. Uh, yeah, anyway. when,
1: when people's cousins show up, it's really annoying.
0: Yeah, and that's t- totally not foreshadowing of anything. <laughs> so later on, Carl comes back to the house after his long walk to cool off, and there's a long uh little... Harriet has a long monologue about, you know, why we should give people of lesser means a chance which is actually kind of poignant it was
2: not I terrible. said
1: Emmy nomination she was she was wonderful there
2: well she saved up all of her acting from the last seven episodes she hasn't been in if she only they only pull her out once yeah. every five shes' episodes. Only, by the
1: way
0: hey to Break this to you guys. There's only a few more possibly with her before they switch out the actress. How
2: little so, they uh, get sh- Wait, What a- do
0: you mean? There's going to be a new Harriet in a couple do episodes. Do you know, remember this?
2: They pulled a straight up fresh prince. They fresh-princed her. And they, even though the show that's started, it. that's, yeah, it's a technical term, even though the show started as a spinoff for her, in the last season, they just write her off. Or they don't even write her off. They nope. just like no, no, no. write in someone else. Like They just pretend like we're not going to no, know. Harriet, the
0: character, st- shows up again, yeah, but it's different know, someone else. I don't like this at all. Cut to the sizzle club Mm-mm. and now we're, we get treated Mm-mm. to Mm-mm. a full performance from missy elliott <laughs> she no. comes on the actual missy elliott comes on stage and sings a whole song and superfly
1: that's what her song was
2: i don't know i didn't recognize I have it. no
1: idea no but she has a uh, oh uh, whatever sure whatever
2: she yeah, that one about like dicks or something
1: yeah it was called dicks the dick song yeah the dick 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 dick. no
2: there was i feel like her song is about like dicks you gotta shave your hoo-ha before somebody comes over that's the part yeah she's
1: right
0: about that yeah
2: anyways what were we talking about
0: um back to the uh, winslow house fresh squeeze comes to the door now remember him we were warned he comes to the door and he's very imposing carl answers and uh he's Nah, he doesn't really look like a thug. Like, uh, OGD looks more like a he thug. He literally looks like he's, Morpheus
2: from The Matrix. Yeah, he
0: looks, he's dressed exactly like Morpheus from The Matrix, played by Lawrence Fishburne, for those of you who are too young or too old. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he's got a really long, like, leather trench coat. And, Which he, uh, like,
2: waves around in the wind in a real Morpheus yeah. kind of way. Like, he flaps it, like, yeah, wings. Yeah,
0: he's Morpheus thing all over the place. I plate. also saw Blade. Ah, okay. Yes, a little bit of Blade. Yep. Uh, so, and he, he's like, I'm looking for OGD, please. <laughs> And Carl says, oh, well, he's not here. Sorry. And, uh, and he's like, well, okay, here's the thing. He owes me a lot of money. So if he if he's not here to pay me, you're going to have to pay me. I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. This is no. the first scene so,
2: conveniently in the entire fucking season where Carl is not wearing his cop uniform. Very convenient.
0: He goes, uh, uh, well, okay, I, I don't have the money, but I know where OGD is and I'll take you to him. So hop in my car and they leave, right? Um, then we come back to the sizzle club. Uh, It's post-Missy Elliott. They're still partying, though. And uh, Laura leaves to go to the bathroom, and her phone rings. And it is Stefan Urkel calling, because Laura's his girlfriend, and OGD picks up the phone. And now keep in mind, Stefan has no idea who OGD is, even though he's Urkel's cousin. But Stefan is just a clone of Urkel who has no uh, reference to any of his family members. So Stefan calls. OGD picks up Laura's phone. And he's like, "Hey, who's this?" And Stefan's like, "Is is who's this?" <laughs> and uh, and he's like, uh, "Well, this is OGD, obviously. I'm, I'm Steve Urkel's cousin, girlfriend. and I'm here with Laura, yeah. who I'm very attracted to, and sh- I think she loves me too." And Stefan's like, "No, this is no, this is not good. I don't like you. I don't know who you are." And uh, OGD hangs up the phone. Then Stefan, and now this is a lot. Of, there's a lot of cell phone use going on right now. Stefan picks up his cell phone and dial Steve Urkel. Your
2: cell phones were invented.
0: Steve Urkel is, and they show the establishing shot of a nuclear submarine. Steve Urkel is aboard his uncle's submerged Nuclear submarine.
2: Don't worry, he's got service in 1997. His
0: 1997 cell phone picks up uh, the call from Stefan, and he's in there, and he's in there alone in the control room. Right. <laughs> and he picks up the phone, and he's like, "Oh, hey, Stefan, what's up? I'm just on my uncle's, uh, and your, uh, I guess your uncle's <laughs> nuclear submarine." And he's like, "Well, we got a problem. OGD is out there I'm trying to bang Laura." And Steve's like, "God damn it! I can't believe this is happening." And when he says that, he accidentally launches a nuclear missile. <laughs> this is true. This happened. Yeah. He launches a nuclear missile and then has to cancel it. And he literally um, was
2: like, he was like, did I do that? Like, that's, yeah. what are you doing yeah. alone in the control room with the nuclear missiles? There's no safety on that shit?
0: Right. And this is an episode that had of such a serious moment before to
1: then have a thing where Steve Urkel launches a nuke. What about the notion, if I may bring this up to both no. of you, no, please. You um If I created a clone of myself. Yes. And then your my- balls would be the same size. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. That's one. Okay. that figures out the first scientific fact I needed. But if I created a clone of myself and immediately my clone was fucking my wife, what? I mean, what's that bullshit about? Right? S- Steve creates Stefan for science reasons no yes. no well, i'm gonna
2: i'm gonna circle back and i'm gonna tell you what really happened he made himself stefan for like a second accidentally or something i don't remember and laura had the hot pants for him he steve created stefan in a permanent way mm-hmm. as like for laura as like a sex toy for mm, laura a sex toy yeah it was like giving her Whoa. like a blow-up doll but like she he, damn he did it because he loved laura so much it was like a selfless act i'm making it sound more noble except the sex toy part i'm into but, it I like it it. He created him for Laura. Like to he created a to fuck his wife. Wow. Yeah, guys.
0: So, we cut back to the uh the Winslow home. Uh Laura and OGD come home from the club. Laura goes to bed. Carl's there and uh and we do not see what happened with him in Fresh Squeeze, but what happened was and this is of course, they never show the resolution to any of these plot points that could have been interesting. They only tell you about it later. So, and they, they
2: would if it w- if it happened in the house. They don't have the money for cars or sets. They, they only it's show
0: you things that happen in the house. Yeah,
2: so, or uh, the sizzle club.
0: Right. So OGD is there with Carl, and Carl's like, hey, so uh, your buddy Fresh Squeeze stopped by, and OGD's like, I have to go right now because he's dangerous, and he's probably going to kill me. And Carl says, don't worry about it. I took care of him. And he goes, you paid him? And he goes, no, better. I put him in jail. (laughs) And the way he did that was Fresh Squeeze apparently used to operate and do bad things in uh, Chicago, which is where they are. And then they put out a warrant for his arrest. So he relocated to Detroit. And then he came back to get his $4,000 from OGD. So he goes to, this is the town he used to be a bad guy in who left only because they're, they were trying to arrest him. He goes to the police captain's house and mm-hmm. knocks on the door. So, so Carl then, he said when he says, I'll take you to OGD to get your money, he actually drives him to the police station and it's this arrests him. him right there. And this dangerous thug just go, sits in the passenger seat and gets taken to the police station but doesn't put up a fight. So that happened. Then OGD's like, wow thanks, Carl. I guess all cops aren't bad. And uh, Carl's like, yeah, no problem. And also, you could stay here as long as you want, because now I like you. And then they have a nice little handshake and a fist bump, and Carl's like, see, I'm cool. This is what gangsters do. They fist bump. And, uh, and that's how it ends.
2: It kind of ends with Carl though, looking right at the camera, like Zach Morris style, and kind of giving us a shrug like he knows, like, what the fuck was that? Like, he does. You notice that at the end, he's just like, You think it was a guys, no, like I- an
0: like an apology to the audience. Uh,
2: that's how I took it.
0: Sorry, you guys. I had felt to sit like through I that. needed
2: one, and that's how I took it. He yeah. looks right at the camera, and he's like, "eh."
0: So, uh, I mean, I guess if there's nothing else to discuss about this episode, we could move on and just start talking about anything. The American Revolution, perhaps. Uh, it was the Fourth of July this last week, and I just. You want me to get that? You got? It had someone knocking on someone the door? The door. Okay, Jay. Can you? I'm sorry. Can you just get that? real quick why doesn't your wife get the door uh, because you are <laughs> I'll, I'll go get it that's rude <laughs> sorry i'll go get it yeah jay you're closest to oh, the yeah. door obviously you're sitting yeah. right next to the door I'll get it okay. i'm sorry thank you jay and then uh just watch out don't get locked out when you let this person in because that happens as soon as you oh jay just got locked out <sighs> sorry oh well I guess we'll never see him again. But now, who is? Okay, hey, how you guys doing? Why did he let this
1: guy <laughs> in? Who? Huh? Hello. Hey, how you doing? All right. Have a seat. I guess. All right. Um, who oh, are you, oh, sir? This is nice. This is a, this is a comfortable chair. Uh, okay.
0: Yeah. Can I? Can you please tell me who that you are and why you're here right now? I'm a Joseph
1: Fettuccini the Third, okay.
0: Joseph Fettuccini yeah. the Third, yeah, okay, and why are you at my house right now? You realize we're in the middle of a podcast, of, yes, and now you are on it. You're speaking into a microphone.
1: um I came to your home today because I gotta tell you that you have been the recipient of the Podcaster of the Year award from the Italian American Society of the Bronx. Oh, my God, I want honey, I want an award. You see I'm this?
2: So proud of you, honey.
0: Thank you. Congratulations, <laughs> Christopher. Thanks, uh, Joseph Fetticini. May I call you Joseph or Joe? Joey Fetticini fine. Joey. Okay. You want me to call you Joey Fetticini? Full yes. name. Okay. So thank you so much, Joey Fettuccini. I won podcast of the of the year award. Uh,
1: it's I, a very distinct honor that uh, to- Tony Bennett has won. And um, Tony wait, Tony Bennett, Bennett, Bennett has a podcast? Has a podcast? <laughs> yes. About what? Tony Bennett podcast is about, um, it's about music. Okay, I guess that would make sense. <laughs> so, okay, so he won when? Last year? Last year's recipient of the Podcaster of the Year Award. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he did. He's very good, you know. He's a good guy, Tony Bennett. Uh, he had a wonderful ceremony. Um, a lot of lot of prosciutto was involved and... A lot of eggplant and other things like that. You know, it's good stuff.
0: So, okay. So now, how did you even find me? So, one, I have an Irish last name, and I actually am Italian-American, but I didn't submit uh, any sort of... The, did you submit anything
1: on my behalf? No. Okay, yeah, I didn't think so. I don't
2: even want to promote this.
1: Right. I had to force you, basically. <laughs> the people of the of the uh, podcast world in the uh, Italian-American society... um they listened to the internet and they came up with this show, Family Matters and Family Chatters. And Are you big? Uh, do you listen to a lot of podcasts, Joey no, Fettucini? No, no, you don't. No. I,
0: Have
2: okay. you ever listened to this podcast?
1: No. No. <laughs> okay. uh,
0: so you're just the guy they send out to give awards <laughs> out?
1: They send me to do a lot of things.
2: Oh. oh. Uh,
0: so, I don't know what that's implying.
1: You know, sometimes I got to show up to a guy's house and. Well, let's say yeah. he doesn't win an award. Yeah. Maybe I give him something else. Okay, like, we d-
0: let's not... I don't want to... I don't know. I don't want to... You know?
1: Yeah, nope. I don't want to incriminate hey, or so do how anything. You, how you doing, honey, over there? You're looking good over there. Okay, now huh? wait. You all right? Should have introduced you. This is... I'm
2: good, thank you. This
1: is my wife. You ever have fettuccine?
2: <laughs> um,
0: I can't tell if that's... Are you asking uh, her about the food? Or are you is that a sexual thing? She knows what I mean.
1: <laughs> all right. So, uh, but... You came here to give me an award. Where's the award? I'll take it. Um, there's gonna be a big dinner ceremony. What I need from you is I need a commitment of about fifteen to twenty thousand dollars cash. Whoa, and Joey, I'm I'm that's a little with steep. With all
2: due respect, um, well, all due respect, sounds, you're
0: supposed to call him Joey Fettuccini. Oh, I'm sorry, Joey
2: that? Fettuccini, yes. sir. Um, this sounds a little suspect.
0: Um. She's suspect. I'm still intrigued. I'll say this: I know it's twenty thousand dollars, but uh, I kind of like awards, and I kind of like—I
2: think I deserve it a little bit.
1: You like—you uh, like garlic bread?
2: I don't care for garlic bread. Thank Again, you.
0: is that a sexual thing, or is it? Do you like garlic? You said it so uh, sexually. She, she knows what I mean. No, oh, I can't. Do you know what he means?
2: I, I mean, I th- I want to say.
0: I think he's talking about
1: food only.
2: I don't know what the. What body part the garlic bread would be. So I'm a bit confused. I think
1: he's talking about I'm actual garlic confused. bread. So Chris, you show up, you get yes. this, you get a little bread, you get a little <laughs> pasta, a little prosciutto. Uh, right. Do you ever have the eggplant that's pickled? Okay. So,
0: and, and, uh, but, so what's the money for? Why do you need $20,000 from me?
1: Well, um... What do you
2: think is going to buy all that prosciutto?
1: Oh, I have to fund the event that I'm going my own dinner? Tony Bennett, I mean, look, it's not easy to... Uh, Tony he's, Bennett will be there. Well, he's singing uh, I left my heart in San Francisco, and um, you know, that's not cheap.
0: Um, I'm I I think I'm with Erica on this one. I think it sounds a little sketchy now, and I, I I I can I decline?
1: Does it look like you can decline?
2: Are we being threatened in our own? Seems home?
0: like a threat. Um How you doing, sweetheart? <laughs> we've established she's doing all right. <laughs>
1: She yes, she likes garlic bread. And that's, I do what else? like garlic bread. Yeah, what else do you want to know? You ever go bread? to Olive Garden?
2: Is it that's the kind of Italian we're talking right now?
1: I mean, there's the uh, tour of Italy dish oh, that uh, gross. I'd like to uh, <laughs> give you a tour of Italy. You know,
0: you're, again, you're talking about giving her the dish from Olive Garden, the tour of Italy.
1: Yeah. Oh. Okay.
0: So yeah, I'm still suspect of this. Uh I I don't know how you found me. I don't how, how did you find How did you even find Tony Bennett and get him to do this?
1: You know, we know a lot of people in show business and uh, my cousin uh Jay Ferraro who's been on your show many times. Uh, Wait a second. Hold, he, hold, uh, hold, hold, hold. He told me about what? Well.
0: Uh, Jay Ferraro is your cousin? Yeah. Oh. Why didn't you say it? So you were just passed I him. I just told you. You just passed him outside. Yeah,
1: I gave him a kiss on the cheek. That's what we do. You like kisses on the cheeks? We do. okay.
0: Not. You don't have to answer that. Um, <laughs> so that okay. So now this makes a little more sense. How you found me, Jay Farrar, sure. who was just sitting where you are sitting, who has been on this podcast now three a resemblance, times.
2: actually. Now that you mentioned, I it. do sure. too. You
0: actually, you look, you look exactly like him. I can't wearing even I didn't a
2: similar it. outfit almost. It's most the family resemblance is striking.
0: It's, crazy. it's almost like you're twins. We have the same tail. <laughs> oh, that must be it. Uh, so you are Jay's cousin and see.
1: Si. You, do, you speak, do you speak Italian? Como se dice the garlic bread, benevento, il su casa. Buonavente.
2: That I don't was, uh, know what you just said, but I caught garlic bread and you were giving me uncomfortable stares.
1: Well, right. I definitely caught that. That That's
0: in any language. But uh, a little bit of Spanish in there too. I caught su casa. All oh, right. I don't know about this. I'm going to say no still. And I'm going to... I just got to do it. I got to call your bluff. <laughs> no to all of this. You're not getting any money and I'm not going to accept this award because I don't think it exists. And I think if you want my honest opinion that you are just Jay's deadbeat cousin who found out he was here today and thought you could get some free cash
1: the question is uh i was wondering if i can maybe crash on the couch tonight at least Uh and then this way here
0: yeah see you know know, i don't know about this i don't know if i'm feel comfortable with you as a house guest Mm. uh although i have to say in the episode family Matters we just watched they did give we him a learned, chance.
2: We learned to be hospitable.
0: They, yeah. They, I still
2: don't want your guinea ass on my couch, though. Ooh,
0: that's a... Guinea. Yeah. That's an offensive word to, to Italian-Americans. So uh, so I think what, ne- what needs to happen is my wife and I need to have a, a very brief sidebar to figure out if we should let you stay or not. And then uh, just don't listen to any of this that we're going to say. Okay? Okay. Okay. Um, hon, I don't think we should let him stay.
2: I agree. He's a creepy guinea.
0: Yeah, I know he is. I agree. And I'm a guinea too. And I don't even find that offensive anymore. I'm going to, here's what I'm going to do I'm going to tell him to go let Jay back in. And then I'm going to kick him out. I'm Perfect. Going to physically kick him out of the door and lock it so that he can't get back in. Perfect. Okay. Uh, so, Joey Fettuccini, you are more than welcome to stay here this evening. Thank you very much for your hospitality, Chris. Okay. But one thing, could you just go let Jay know that you're going to do that and uh, get the door? And then let's yes. stick your head. Out the door, please?
1: All right. Okay.
0: Thanks. Okay, Jay, thanks for coming back. I I I just kicked uh your cousin out, Joey Fettuccini. Do you know him? Yeah, I know Joey.
1: Okay. He was yeah. just here and it didn't was- Didn't you
2: see him in the doorway twice?
1: Twice I saw him and uh haven't <laughs> seen Joseph in a while. I hope he didn't try the whole podcast scam on you that he did on tony bennett last year oh my god oh did tony bennett fall for that that's a prank that he fell for yeah he did wow that's how joey got twenty grand out of tony bennett
0: so that i guess concludes the podcast and uh i'm gonna thank uh both my guests i'm definitely not gonna thank joey Fettuccini uh for being here because he was very unwelcome and uh, i'm gonna thank first erica mccarthy my wife
2: you're welcome
0: and also, Jay Ferraro, thanks for being here. Thanks as always for having me, Chris. <laughs> but definitely, I'm not thanking you for bringing your creepy cousin around. And uh, that concludes Family Chatters Episode 9. I'm going to leave right now on a catchphrase. I need a catchphrase to go out on, like always. And uh, I'll take the first one I hear, and then I'll end the show.
2: You down with OGD? No, I'm not.
0: Are you down with OGD? No, I am not.
2: Yeah.